0: this episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 630 Central at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca Hope you enjoy the show.
1: Welcome, guys, to week 45 of Tailgate Talks. This is the Club Red portion. We have special guest with us, R.C. Maxfield, here for an interview. Awesome guy on Twitter and uh, awesome Red Raider. Definitely excited to have him on the show. We'll get into the interview here in a second. Make sure, if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast, Spotify and iTunes. If it is on iTunes, give us the good rating. Give us the five-star review. Make sure that that helps us out a lot if you hit that up. Uh, secondly, if you are not already follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks, we're also on Instagram and Facebook as well as YouTube. And if it is on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button, make sure you hit the bell notification, let you know anytime we post any of our shorts that we do post once or twice a week, roughly, you can get a good video quality. If you're not really into the, uh, podcasting and all of that stuff either, just giving you guys options. Um, as far as our personal accounts go, Dustin, you can find him at Dustin Wimmer 22 Brooks, you can find him at Calvin B. Barrett, and me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is one. And lastly, if you have any sort of thoughts or questions or anything you want us to hear, to hear us discuss on the show, make sure you email us at the email tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. And so uh, without a, without anything else, uh, let's go ahead and jump right into Club Red. I'm going to hand this over to Brooks. Um, Dustin, you're still muted. Uh, <laughs> um, just making sure, just making sure. I didn't want you to forget that one. Uh, all right, so Brooks, go ahead and take this away kick it up kick it off
2: yes sir as arlie mentioned we have rc maxville joining us tonight if you're a texas tech fan you've probably <laughs> seen him tweet you've probably seen him report you've probably seen him write stories or do podcasts or various events throughout uh, throughout you know text uh, his time working for texas tech rc welcome to the tailgate man how you doing tonight
0: good man appreciate y'all having me on at It feels good to be able to talk about Texas Tech. Boys at the office don't want to talk about that. It's been about all this OU and UT shit. I'm not about it, man. I'm not about it. Um, Over it. (laughs) But yeah, um, but it's just good to talk about Texas Tech. And thanks for having me on again.
2: Yeah, man, we're happy
0: to have you. And
2: let's just start this off by you telling us a little bit about your career journey you just started a new job with chat sports so kind of tell us a little bit about your journey working with Texas Tech or doing Texas Tech reporting and then kind of how you got this job and what you're doing there
0: yeah man I just got I mean everybody says they got lucky but I truly do feel I got lucky I had a a buddy named Kyle Stafford who was the um, sports director at KTXT the student radio station on campus and one day he just asked me to join his show and I did a show twice and ended up with a job out of it and really haven't looked back ever since. So, you you know, got to cover an Elite Eight team, um, got to cover the Final Four, got to cover multiple um, College World Series teams and obviously a national championship team when it comes to men's track and field. But um, just feel really fortunate in that regard, but um, really just a lot of radio background. But you mentioned Chat Sports kind of made that transition from doing local radio, in Lubbock to on air stuff. Um, and now I'm covering the NFL as well as, um, the enemy down there in Tuscaloosa. I mean, I don't think they're tax enemy, but I mean, they're the enemy yeah. to everybody that likes college football in oh, Alabama. So covering them now and cover the dolphins. So it's kind of a, it's a weird transition going from someplace you're comfortable with and know everything about, at least you think you know everything about, um, cause trust me, y'all seen me tweet. I, I don't know anything at all, really when it comes down to it. <laughs> um, we all don't. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. I am the king, the king of uh, sending tweets too early and messing up some kind of typo. I'm sure Um, your
3: Alabama tweets will be a lot better than the tech ones, just because you're dealing with a lot better
0: quality. Or or would they be perceived as worse? Because... (laughs) You know, yeah. I, I think this could go both ways. Um, but that's a yeah. special fan base. You got to be <laughs> careful. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm slowly realizing that. Um, really am. Um, it helps that the girlfriend, uh, her sister went to Alabama. So know nice. a little bit more about it. Go. But I mean, that's kind of the career path, man. Just got kind of lucky. Stumbled into a job at student radio. Took advantage of it the most I could. Got to, you know, cover tech sports in the golden age of Texas Tech Athletics. Um, yeah. At least real. in my opinion, I just got super fortunate. Oh, yeah. You know, the first year I got to cover the first football game I ever covered, Patrick Mahomes was the quarterback. So, <laughs> I mean, it just again, everything just kind of fell into place for me, and feel super fortunate. But always love talking tech football, even if they are uh, mediocre at best, right? Uh,
1: absolutely and they have to it hurts curve. to say it
0: hurts to say <laughs> but, but it's, it's the truth we, we, we've
1: ass. we've said it and we've <laughs> you're, you're honestly even being me- generous a little bit with the mediocre over the last couple of years it, it,
0: probably yeah that's <laughs> more dallas cowboy related right i'm sure some people will take offense to that but
1: yeah they do that has been worse it's great
0: that has been worse so uh, it is what it is man
1: oh absolutely no but uh so so speaking a little bit on the texas tech football front um, so far, heading into the 2021 season, we got that right around the corner here. What's your thoughts so far on Texas Tech football?
0: Damn, I'm trying not to drink that Kool-Aid, man. Already, really right in, in, <laughs> in with the heat. It's hard. Yeah, I'm trying not to. Um, at my previous job uh, at Red Raider Sports, I got to cover spring football and everything. And we all know by now that's when Tyler Shuck showed up. And I remember going mm-hmm. to his first practice. And I, I remember talking to one of my co-workers there and just saying, damn, it's going to take a lot for me not to drink this Kool-Aid <laughs> right now on this kid. Um, you know, just it, it, it took a lot. But um, I'm excited in the sense that you have one of the oldest defenses in America, right? Like I think right. um, you have, I want to say top five, maybe even the most starts back on that defense in terms of just starts from one to 11, whoever's uh, playing on the field at one time, projected starters. The most in the country, right? I mean that that's crazy to think about. Now that doesn't mean you're going to win football games because of that, but I'd rather have experienced guys than freshman guys most of the time. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, what it comes down to is just you know level-headed expectations. Again, I have to tell myself every day, hey, don't drink the Kool Aid on Damn. this, man. Just don't do it. Um, For me, though, I'm just excited first and foremost that fans are going to be back in the stands. Whatever your political beliefs are, whatever, throw them out the window. It's just awesome to see freaking Jones AT&T Stadium rocking with 60,000 people. Absolutely. Um, So I'm really looking forward to that. And just also really, and I see it on the doc here, the Matt Wells aspect of it. (laughs) This might be uh, a little hot takey, but this is the first true season I think Matt Wells actually has under his belt where yeah, you can actually look and say, his this, you know fingerprints are all over this roster, whatever that may be. Yeah. Um, obviously, you have two seasons already under your belt. You have to take that into account. But I think for me, I'm just excited to see what this offense looks like first and foremost with Sonny Cumbie, but also with a real quarterback. We haven't had one of those since yeah. Patrick Mahomes, the Super Bowl champion, yeah. on campus. True.
3: Yeah. So RC, you hit on it right there. Matt Wells going into his third year. Oh He's man.
0: Gonna, you're trying to get me in trouble with this Matt Wells stock, aren't you? Oh, well, well, um, let's go. to <laughs> get in trouble with whatever we're, words come out of your we're, mouth. We're just <laughs> trying to we're, we're, we're just going <laughs> for like one
1: more click, so I'm sorry buddy. Wait, wait, wait. Man, he <laughs>
0: he follows <laughs> me on Twitter. I got to be careful,
3: man. Oh shit. What are your expectations? <laughs> what are you hoping for? What is the also like what's the cliff for him if he doesn't do well? Like where's the
0: where's the drop off start? It, it, is bowl game or bust, right? Like, I think you have to make a bowl game or else he's not here next year. Um, but also at the same time, like just realistically thinking about it, like if he doesn't do it this year, he's never going to do it. Like, he's just not like, you know, you have one of the oldest defenses in America, as I mentioned, you have Tyler Shuck, a guy that's won a PAC 12, you know, championship as a starting quarterback. You have the offensive coordinator that everybody's longed for since Cliff left. Like, the deck the, the deck is stacked for him to succeed right so yeah. if he doesn't succeed like okay it, it at this point there's no defending him like you have the oh first year cliff left him with nobody which is true because my god that recruiting class that cliff left which is just a <laughs> brutal um then COVID, like it or not that happened yep. right um you were three minutes in a change away from beating ut at home but you blew it whatever it happens um but now there's no more excuses, I think, at this point. Yeah. Like, you either have to put up or shut up if you're um, Matt Wells. And, again, the deck is stacked in his favor here. You have a quarterback that you haven't had since Patrick Mahomes. You have the deepest stable of running backs, maybe in Texas Tech history. Like, And I, yeah. I don't take that lightly, but, I mean, mean, I truly believe that. Um And then your offensive line, you get an all big 12 guy at left tackle, your biggest issue last season. Now, wide receivers, somebody's going to have to step up, but you have an all conference guy in Eric is who looks like he's going to play week one now. And then on defense loaded on linebackers, super high on the secondary for me with Rashad Williams. Absolutely love that kid. Um, And then you have arguably the best punter in America. So like, (laughs) I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what else more you could ask for if you're Matt Wells, right? Like what, what else could you ask for? Like I get, your pick ninth in the big 12, for a reason you haven't done anything yes. yeah. in half a decade, like it makes sense. But at the same time, if you're looking at this from a strictly like roster construction standpoint, Texas tech has like a top six roster in the big 12, which again, I, we're thinking yeah. about this, like top six. If you're a tech fan, you're like, Oh, that or outsider. You're like, why are you bragging about a top six roster? Because we've been 10 we, or nine for the yeah. last decade. Like we haven't like, had this a this top six roster. <laughs> like, yeah. I think so, this is one
3: of your better rosters in the last decade, like top
0: and to bottom and
3: depth wise on both sides of the football. And you've had some heavy offensive teams, but you've been very slim on defense or very slim yeah. running back before and
0: i think this is the deepest you've been in a long long time from top to bottom yeah i mean like the (laughs) 120 not just i mean yeah like i mean it's it's not just like hey you have guys that belong at the d1 level you have guys that can make an impact at the d1 level yeah right and i mean again i think matt wells found a cheat code like i think he was ahead of his time i think we're going to look back at it maybe it doesn't work for him um But a lot of people are going to go this route that are the size of schools of Texas Tech, which is that transfer portal is going to change the game forever. Like he was ahead of his time with that. Like, and again, it might not work out for him. If it doesn't, oh, well, that's fine. But every coach in America outside of those, you know, Clemson's, Alabama's, those kind of schools, they're going to be doing what Texas Tech did in terms of let's get older before we get younger. And we'll just take our pick of the litter in terms of maybe. 12 or 13 high school recruits that maybe will pan out. If not, all right, right. we'll just go replace them with some guy from Duke and Muddy Waters.
2: Yeah, It's free agency now
1: in yeah. yeah. college that's, football that's and basketball was, and all these sports. It's kind of what I was feeling like. It feels a lot like free agency or like a
2: draft. That's what it colos. is.
0: And now, you can now pay with them. an IL. Yeah, 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 you can pay them. It's I changed mean, well, the
2: game completely.
0: You can pay them. You're
2: yeah, right, you're right. You got to you know go I mean? like sponsorships and all of that stuff. I wanted yeah. to ask real quick, though, back to Wells. And I was thinking about it earlier last week. We were talking – we were kind of breaking down the first half of the schedule and we were talking about the worst-case scenarios. We were like, you know, two and four, three and three. Mm -hmm. And a two and four start would obviously be just absolutely terrible. Is there a circumstance that you could see Matt Wells not making it through this season? Or do you see him being there? Kirby doesn't really seem like the guy to cut bait in the middle. I was about to
0: bring him up, yep
2: but those voices are going to get really loud if you're off to a bad start.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I don't know how, I, I know that there's a lot of people in uh, Raider land that are skeptical of Kirby Hoka. Right. I think he's a top five AD in the country. Like agreed. That's just me. Um, I don't think he'd fire Wells. Even I, I think the only way he fires Wells is if somehow Texas tech is winless and like right week nine. Right. And then he's just like, all right, come like now you can implement stuff early. Keep these guys. You're going to be the next head coach. But also at the same time, if you're 0 and 9 or 1 and 8 and you fire Matt Wells, that's probably indicative that your offense was trash, too. So why yeah, would you want to get Sonny Cumbie as your head coach? Good point. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of flaws to the logic here. Like I know a lot of tech fans are like, hey, Matt Wells will just be here one year and then Sonny will take over. Well, if Matt Wells has a bad enough season where you fire yep. him, that probably means Sonny didn't do good either. So,
2: right it means there wasn't want... an upgrade from yos yeah it means why, why, we stayed steady
0: <laughs> yeah why do you want that guy as your head coach if you didn't improve things um that's just my kind of philosophy but i don't think there's really a i don't know realistic is probably the word that i'm thinking of um yeah. scenario yeah. where matt wells doesn't coach that last game unless just again god forbid right. you're oh and nine or yeah something so like that. kirby just isn't that guy
1: um so i mean ba- circling back to combi a little bit i mean uh, uh what 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 is the upgrade from Yost to Cumby? What what are we getting this year that we were lacking before from our OC
0: coordinator <laughs> that actually knows how to use his players? Yes, mm-hmm. like, I mean, <sighs> nailed it. Throw more <laughs> I mean, shit on him. Throw we, more I, shit on We him. just we just I wanted mean, somebody like, to say it. We we've been we've I been
1: we mean, we we, we we had a Yost roast section for oh. quite a while. It was great. But anyways, yeah,
0: no. I'm, I mean, listen the man pulls off his hair. Somehow he's kept his wife. I don't know how he's done it, um, but congrats to him on that front. Right. Um, but no, in all seriousness, like I, I think Yost was a bit stuck in his ways. Right. Which was the most yeah. frustrating aspect of his whole thing. And Sonny from the, you know, the practices I've seen and the people I talked to that are still going to practice right now, it kind of seems like, Hey, for example, I'm just going to throw his name out there. Chad Townsend. Right. Chad Townsend probably isn't an in-between-the-tackles guy, right? Like, that's just not what he is. But if you get him out in space where he can make a guy miss, hey, he's probably actually good at that. There's a reason Nick Saban in Alabama recruited the guy. Um, So I I think just putting players in a proper place to succeed and actually giving them a better chance to succeed is what we'll see more. I also think we'll see a lot more RPOs that are effective because you actually have a guy and – Tyler Shuck yeah. that can actually do both yes. and not just one or the other in Henry Columbia or Alan Bowman, who, by the way, is third on Michigan's depth chart. I don't know if y'all saw that update. Not, uh, no, I don't think yeah. <laughs> yeah, my boss at Chat Sports, Michigan guy, I hear about it all the time. Oh. um Yeah, real douche when it comes to Michigan. Stuff. <laughs> Told him that to his face. I um, only but, imagine. Yeah, I mean, hey, he pays the bills, though, so I can't get too mad. There you go. Yeah.
2: Um, Suck it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in all honesty, I mean, it just comes down to using players and what they're supposed to be doing, right? Like, you're not going to put a Sounds guy. so simple. <laughs> I mean, you think it is, but I mean, y- y'all watched games last year. Y'all may have even gone to a game. Like, Mm-hmm. I don't have the any
2: because of these games <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's dating back to the leech days though. I bet. Right.
2: Yeah. That's just a lot
0: of wear and tear. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean there's a reason alcohol is consumed at a high level out in Lubbock, Texas. Um, that's that. for sure. But I, I think, I think really what it comes down to is just a guy and Sonny Cumbie that isn't afraid to first and foremost to admit that he's wrong. I think that's a big deal. And then also not being able, like not being afraid to make adjustments on the fly and seeing if they fail, they fail, but at least we tried it, right? Like, right. You know, don't be stuck in your ways and be like, okay, he's going to throw screens. I know that's going to piss some people off. I know that's a trigger statement for some tech fans, um, but screens, he's going to throw some, but he's not, I don't want to say dumb, but he's not stuck in his ways Enough where he's going to be like, all right, well, we'll try a screen pass three more times since it didn't work the first huh. time. Yeah. You know, so he's not going to do that. Right. um I, I think that's the biggest thing about Sonny is that, first of all, he's smart as hell, genuine as hell, super nice guy. And then also at the same time, he wants what's best for his players, which is to put them in the position most to succeed. And I I think Yost wanted that, but also at the same time, he was just so stuck in his ways and thought that, hey, this is gonna work. It's It's... almost like Sean Payton with Taysom Hill. Like that's how I describe it. Like Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Yeah, yeah, Sean Payton wants to prove the work to the world that it wasn't Drew Brees that was winning this. It was my mastermind behind it too. So I'm gonna prove to you that I can win with a mediocre quarterback in Taysom Hill. (laughs) Like that's what it is. Exactly. That's what David Yost was last year. So I, I don't know. I think that's the best thing about Sonny Cumbie is that he's just willing to admit that he's wrong. He's willing to adjust on the fly and actually use guys and maybe not the mold that he thinks is best, but the results on the field show is best. So I think that's a bright spot for tech offense moving forward.
2: Yeah, we'll definitely take that. Let's get to the guy you talked about that was going to make you drink the Kool-Aid when you first saw him, Tyler Shuck. We right. asked this question to oh, Ramblin. If okay. you had to set the over/under for how many times the announcers will mispronounce "Shuck" mm. this season, yeah, what do you think you would set that at?
0: <laughs> oh, how many like national tel- How many national like <laughs> how enough. many national TV <laughs> games do we have? Um, yeah. Probably not I, a lot because you know Texas stuff. Um, man per game right
2: yeah let's let's start per game i was thinking maybe set like two and a half per game maybe
0: and i want to go higher because i think there's gonna be some old white guy that's stuck in his ways and thoroughly convinced that he's saying it right and he's wrong every time um i don't know who that would be um (laughs) but i'm thinking like dan fouts in the nfl um yeah that kind of guy so i I'm going to say over. If it's two and a half, like on average throughout the year, I think it'll be more than two and a half. Just because, Uh, to be fair, that's not how you're supposed to say that name. This is why people hate the English language. Like, what are you doing, Tyler? Yeah. (laughs) You're trying to screw us over. It's
1: his fault a little bit. We do got to give him some blame at some point, honestly.
0: Exactly. Yeah, blame his family. (laughs) It's produced on the field, but we're still blaming you for saying your name. I mean, that's just how it's going to go.
2: But is so is the hype real on this guy? Are we getting a legit quarterback that can take us to a bowl game this year that can actually, you know, provide more positives than negatives?
0: I think so. Um, I've weighed back on drinking that Kool-Aid. At least I've tried to. Um, okay. <laughs> but I mean, if you're just looking at it from like a standpoint of take Patrick Mahomes out of it. Um, cause I mean, it's not fair to compare anybody to him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you look at what Tyler Shuck does well in terms of he's tall. He has good arm strength. He's accurate. Um, Throw outside the numbers. We haven't seen that since Patrick Mahomes was here, a quarterback to actually throw outside the numbers. Um, Now that's not to say he doesn't make terrible mistakes. I mean, he throws into coverage sometimes and he's gotten better at that, but I think it's something that it's just going to have to get better throughout the season. And hopefully it does where he just takes risks sometimes. And sometimes his arm strength, allows him to do that but also at the same time you're playing d1 competition man like you're sometimes just not gonna work out so yeah he's gonna make mistakes at that front but i think overall this is a guy in terms of just looking overall at a complete quarterback tech hasn't had one in a while since pat i think he's the closest thing to it and if you look at just the big 12 as a whole right the guys like Brock purdy spencer rattler I don't think he's in that range i think those two right. guys are in a tier of their own maybe separate rattler into his own tier than purdy i don't see why tyler shuck couldn't be in that third tier though yeah I, I, I don't see why he couldn't even lead the third tier um but overall i think when you just think about the hype man it's the red raider way you gotta hype these boys up right i mean you gotta yeah. take that kool-aid right every, I mean, everybody does every year every, year, every right? year um so overall i mean i i think Again, trying to keep it realistic. If you just look at the numbers, he should have a Nick Shiminik here, which sounds absolutely disgusting, but go look at Nick Shiminik's numbers and you would take it in a heartbeat, I promise. I promise. You're looking Ooh. at me, Dustin, right now. Go look <laughs> at it. <That> just <laughs> go look at his numbers right now and tell me I'm wrong. Go look at his numbers. And t- you're, not, you're telling me after you had to deal with Alan Bowman, Jet Duffy – and Henry Columbia you would not take a Nick Shimonick type season from Tyler Shuck. <laughs> oh, Tell God, me. I don't even want
1: to look. All right, it, it, I, no, it's, I'm it's, pulling it up. I'm pulling up these it's stats. It's good
0: numbers. Like it's solid numbers. Like I, I, again, I put I put a poll on Twitter a few months ago about it, and everybody said you would. Uh, vast majority, not everybody. I think it was like an 81-19 poll. Like, hey, we would take that, and I was like, that's Nick Schmidenic's exact stats. Okay. Last one year he started.
2: You did one of those like you don't know who put up the nope. stats. Okay. I just asked, yeah, that's hey, a smart way of doing it, yeah.
0: yeah. I asked. I was like, "Hey, if Tyler Shuck put up these numbers this season, would you be happy, yes or no?" 81% said yes.
1: Yeah. Let's see. It's all, right, all right. So 20, 2017 passing yardage. Uh-huh. Uh 3963.
0: 4000 yards. You take that. Yeah. Right. Give you me take that. It.
1: And in, thir- mm-hmm. in, in in 13 games played he had a 4000 yard a 4000 yard season average per game uh 300
0: You take that. Heartbeat, right? Yeah. Like you take yeah. it.
1: Oh, that's that's I mean, hard. Yeah. That 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 was that was very would, it's, I
2: mean that you, was the would last take time it you made a ball
0: game too, right? You would take you know, it. So yeah. I mean that gets us to no, 6 no, no. 7 wins I'll take it. <laughs> You'll take four, if you tell me right now that Tyler Shuck is throwing anywhere near 4000 yards sign me the hell up yeah because yeah. you haven't i've had to deal with alan bowman Jet yeah duffy yeah. Henry, columbia, henry columbia for god's <laughs> sakes like I, i'm done bro just yeah. chug the ball i don't even care about the consequences yeah. i don't yeah, care that
2: i'm for that
1: i'm, I'm, for that. I, I'm, I'm not i'm I, you know what i i i, I kind of i remember i remember this very well i remember nick shamanek very well and it just didn't stick in my head that much but like i'm, I'm actually looking at this i mean it's averaging a, averaging three hundred a, a, a game, 10, 10 total interceptions is not really bad over a full season either.
0: Yeah, less than one per game.
1: Um, that's the you know.
2: this is the most I've ever wanted to talk about Nick Schmemic in a podcast. Right,
1: a little <laughs> weird. I was not you, you 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 kind of blew our minds a little bit, and I'm a little speechless on it. But good fucking take. I will appreciate that. Um. So we've talked plenty about the big names. yeah. You know, we talked sure. about, about, about Sonny Cumbie, Matt Wells, Tyler Shuck. Um, who's somebody that you're looking forward to that's not in the limelight, that's not getting a lot of attention, but like a little under the radar, but really going to make an impact on, on on this Texas Tech football roster?
0: Rashad Williams, man. That's my guy right there. I, I fell in love with him the first practice I saw spring where – You go out there and, you know, in modern football now, you want corners that are long, rangy, and athletic and quick, you know, hits, right? He fits the bill. Um, I mean, he just had to compete with four- and five-star guys out at UCLA. So, I mean, when he played at UCLA, he was solid, wasn't great. Maybe it was above his head in terms of just, you know, the talent level out there and the scheme they wanted to run. But I think he's a guy that legitimately could be a, a guy we're talking about at the end of the season that maybe not a Zach McPherson type leap. I think that that's super steep. Right. Yeah. But I think that we could be talking about him maybe in two years where, Hey, he took the same trajectory as a Zach McPherson um, in terms of he played really, really well his first year on campus. And then he took that second year leap in Lubbock. So he's the kind of guy that I love at the corner position. Um, Super rangy got great ball skills out there i not afraid to rough it up at the line of scrimmage, even though he's a little um, small in terms of just muscle, but for the muscle that he lacks, he makes up with size and just sure wingspan and just athleticism. So Rayshad Williams is definitely like the quote unquote, my guy this year. I'm calling dibs right. on him per se. Uh, Cause I just, I think he's going to just be absolutely phenomenal for that uh, Texas tech secondary
2: keep it on that side of the ball what are your overall thoughts on on this defense you talked about a little earlier on we've got a lot of experience coming back it's been a weakness you know for this team for several several years what do you think they got to do to kind of turn the tide and you know get that stink off of the defense that everybody kind of associates us with
0: yeah i think that um the defense was a bright spot last year, in my opinion. Right. Obviously, it, they had some flaws. Um, looking at you, Eric Monroe, up in Manhattan, trying to go for a peanut Tillman's, you know, yeah. uh, fumble oh, type yeah. deal, but he let it, the tight end who ran like a five nine 71 down seventy one yards down the field. I swear, I could run faster than that tight I end. Just in forgot Indiana about State. that. Play. I swear, Good. with my eyes closed and one leg, I could run faster than him. Um, but no, in all honesty, I think realistic expectations for the defense is. I mean, man, it's hard not to just compare it right. to just one of those abysmal tech, you know, Cliff Kingsbury defenses that was like what New Mexico State was the oh, only God. worst defense in the country right. at one point. Nightmares,
2: um, nightmares.
0: I think they're going to range and don't hear what I'm not saying here, but I, I think they'll be in that like top 75 range, which is a welcome sight.
2: That's a I huge think. improvement. Um, you know,
0: yeah, I think you're going to be close to that, maybe a little on the, other side you don't want to be on towards the bottom, but close to that midline in terms of D1 um, colleges when it comes to defense in terms of points per game or whatever stats you're looking at. I think that's probably where they'll be. I think really when it comes down to it, your whole defense is going to be predicated on the linebackers, right? You have three of the best linebackers in the big 12, the best linebacking core maybe in the country in terms of just like outside of the Alabama's Clemsons and everything like that. Right. Like the guys that don't get those five stars every year. Yeah. I think when you look at Colin Schooler, Rico Jeffers and then Kershaw Merriweather, I think those guys all have the potential to be guys where they could be Mike linebackers and roam sideline to sideline, rush the passer, you know, plug the gaps in the run game, be really effective. So I think that's where it starts. And then, this might be a little hot takey, but I think the secondary is vastly improved. I think yeah. you're not even going to recognize this uh, secondary and how vastly improved it is. Uh, in the low. sense, yeah, I think muddy waters is legit. I think that, um, you know, whenever you get Dunlap back from his shoulder surgery, I think he'll be a lot better. Um, he's supposed to be back and is practicing right now. I believe. Um, I think Eric Monroe will be better. I think Adrian Fry has a lot to prove as well. I think, the biggest thing about the secondary is for the first time at least since i've paid attention to texas tech football they have seven eight maybe even nine guys where if they're on the field you're like okay like i feel somewhat comfortable like they do something well like whether that's man coverage zone tackling whatever it is this isn't a situation where you know nelson is guarding josh doxson and giving up 300 <laughs> yards receiving um it's not that kind of situation oh, girl, so, um, justice nelson <laughs> I, 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 He's a cop Colorado. in Colorado. Now. Do y'all know that?
1: No, no I good no for you. I mean, yeah. He's a right. cop
0: in Colorado now. So. <laughs> Does he get a run there too? Probably. <laughs> At least if Josh Dachson's there. Um, don't even get me started on that TCU game. Uh, but oh. no, that's kind of what I think is just the defense will hold the offense um, a lot more accountable uh, this year in the sense of the offense will be able to actually help the defense last year. Yeah. I mean, there were some games where you're like, well, if the defense doesn't show up, we're screwed. Right. Yeah, they I mean, beat geez. West Virginia.
2: If we didn't yeah. get that uh fumble for six, yeah we wouldn't True. have beat West Virginia, I don't think. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I mean the perfect game I think of is just Baylor, right? Like I yeah. mean, if you don't have that stand on the goal line with Colin Schooler, you're three and seven yeah so i mean it's just one of those deals where i think the defense will and i I don't want to drink the kool-aid as we've been saying the whole show on it but i do think it'll be improved i don't think it'll be again i'll go in there with expectations of being a top 25 defense that's just ridiculous we play in the big 12 like let's calm down um manage the expectations. but top 75 is top 75 i think is reasonable probably in that 70 to 75 range i think that's probably what it is
1: as long as we can stop the run a little bit better that's yeah that's that's going to be the
0: difficult (laughs) part those trenches guys man I think there's only like five guys I trust um on the defensive line and if you have one injury there man it could get ugly fast I think losing that guy to Southern Miss that was um transferring from Virginia Tech that one hurt a lot his name escapes me right now but um, yeah not getting him that one hurt a little bit just because they were going hard after him um, to play and he was going to be an impact guy right away but i think you have five guys on the defensive line you trust and then after that you're just praying that maybe one of the freshmen step up or somebody unexpectedly steps up in that two deep three deep um, rotation
3: all right rc to wrap up the tech football talk give us a it. lot of names to watch for you give us a lot of kool-aid talk
0: so what's your prediction for this season man Real quick, are y'all grape Kool Aid guys? Where are we going on the
1: Kool Aid? Uh, no, red Kool Aid, whatever, whatever red flavor Kool-Aid. that is. I, I don't, I don't, want to call it, I don't want to call it cherry because it, it there's no cherry. Purple, it's
0: purple. Yeah, purple. like, like oh,
1: there, there's Kool-Aid. purple Kool Aid, there's red Kool Aid, like those, those. They call it well, grape, but there's no shot. I don't that's care. Actually... I don't
2: care what color the Kool-Aid is. I'll drink it. I like all Kool-Aid. It depends <laughs> on
1: it, it depends on how many scoops of sugar, though. That's important. Yeah. I'm I, I feel sugar.
0: like I'm right there with you, Brooks. Like if you put a glass of Kool-Aid in front of me and there's sugar in it, yeah. ten out of yeah. ten, I'm drinking. Yep. At least try. If you,
2: if you skip the sugar part and you you you're, you know kind of le- on the lesser end, then I'll stay away. But I'm gonna be honest
0: <laughs> with you. If you have friends that drink kool-aid without sugar put them in a mental home right now uh, yeah like they got some issues we need to have a conversation we need to have a dialogue as charles barkley said we need to have a dialogue <laughs> we need um, to come together <laughs> yeah kool-aid's been on my mind all day because i don't know if y'all saw that um guy from alabama got a deal with kool-aid his nickname is yeah Kool-Aid. Mm. yeah so um it's been on my mind all day um but the prediction sorry to digress there no, no, um no. um i should say bowl game I don't know what that looks like. Just get a bowl game. I will say this, though, and maybe this is a hot take. I think if they don't beat Houston, Tech doesn't win five games this year. Yeah. They have I'm to beat Houston. On We're on that same yeah. road. Yep. That same I think Houston is the most important game on your schedule. Because if you start – if you beat Houston, you go 3-0, and you have some wiggle room in conference. And right. if you have some wiggle room in conference, I think October – is the month where you could legitimately yeah. see tech win three out of five games and then boom, you're bowl eligible. Yes. Yep. Everything else is golden at that point. Whatever happens, happens. Who cares? Yep. That's kind of my mindset. So just Agreed. bowl game. And again, yeah. Houston is the biggest game of the season by far.
1: And I mean, Oof. it's kind of, kind of good that we'll see that it kind of not good, but I mean, it, it, it's, it's good to have like an importance on such a uh, non-conference game out the For gate. Sure. And I think that that's going to make this season a little bit more interesting to watch at the start.
0: Also, I mean, Keyshawn Carter and uh, Henry have been talking a lot of trash. That's going to be
2: fun. I haven't seen that. Yeah,
0: Alex Hogan. I I haven't seen Alex Hogan talk a lot of trash. Um, But those two have been uh, sending some stuff on social media about just how thankful they are that they're in Houston, how they're thankful Mm -hmm. that a coach allows them to play the game of football. Just – you know, get the F out of here type stuff, bro. Come just on. get get Come out on. of here. You were yeah. Keyshawn, you're lucky that you even ran anything other than track at Texas Tech sometimes, bro, with how much you got injured. Yeah, you know, and I love that guy. I thought Keyshawn was yeah. be a star. Um, but he just he just can't stay healthy, man. Simple and plain.
2: Well, that that'll kind of wrap up our football discussion. Um yeah, Houston, man, it's gonna be crazy just
1: to have oh, yeah. that game be so important.
0: Are y'all getting everything.
1: to go? Harley is. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I, I, I'll, I'll be there. I, I live. I live about an hour south of Houston. Uh, our, our, our our friends at uh, Ramblin' Raiders is gonna be throwing a uh, tailgate. So yeah, I will yeah, be. I, I will that. be over there for that. For that kind of representing our our little crew here.
0: There you go. Yeah, yeah to Too that.
1: difficult. Too difficult to get all the way there for that weekend.
2: But I'll be there in spirit. Huh? Yeah, I,
0: I really wanted to go. Um, but one of my really good friends from Tech is getting married in Cancun, so I'll take that L and go to Cancun yeah. for a little bit, you yeah. know? Yeah, Man, it's, that, a, that it's, a, it's an L I'm willing to take. It's yeah. an L I'm willing to take on that uh, regard. Cancun, also, Houston. I mean, you know,
1: they're, they're, they're both kind of hot and humid, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. We, we just yeah, got take football.
0: Well, yeah, at least one has an all-inclusive package. In yeah, terms of that's awesome. You know what I'm about saying? Say. So <laughs> if tech does break my heart, I will be drinking a ton of what Dustin is drinking right now with the White Claws.
2: Yes, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. All right, so we had some other kind of tech-related news break, and I wanted to get your opinion on this. Jarrett Culver was traded yesterday from... Ooh. The Minnesota Timberwolves to the Memphis Grizzlies. And I know we here are very supportive of this trade and glad that Jarrett can get out of that disaster in Minnesota. What are your thoughts on on Jarrett getting a fresh start? And what do you expect from him uh, with the Memphis Grizzlies? The grit and grind.
0: I'll say this. Like, I thought Jarrett Culver was, like, the third, maybe even second-best player in that draft. And then I saw him get drafted to Minnesota – uh, and my first thought was oh shit yep that's yep. not gonna work mm-hmm. um so when they said they trade him for a second round pick I I mean I'm a Mavs fan I was like okay I'll give you a second round pick and a bag of chips if that what you want like I'll, yeah. I'll let you pick the chip type too um but no in all honesty I think that I don't know if there's a better fit for JC yeah. right like when you think of JC you think of defense first right like offense second and you talked about it that grit and grind in Memphis it's it's transitioned away from you know those Zach Randolph days and everything like that Tony Allen but this is a perfect spot for him because he will not ask to be handle the ball at all you got John Morant you got other guys there that can handle the ball he will be able to play off ball and I think that's the best thing for him is that if Jarrett Culver becomes a guy that can just be a three and D guy in the league that maybe can run an offense for the second unit for you know, spurts here and there. That's what he is, right? So I I, what I want to see Memphis do with JC is first of all, hey, you're gonna focus on defense. Go do what you're best at first. And then Mm -hmm. in practice, do not leave the gym until you take 250, 300 threes from the corner. Yep. Like every day. Like that is what you better be like you just better excel at that. Like that's gonna be (laughs) your job. When John Morant drives down the lane off a pick and roll, you're gonna be in the corner and you shoot from the three-point line um, in the corner. So I think that's really the best possible scenario. And also Memphis has done a great job at producing young talent, right? You think about it, Jaron Jackson Jr., if he can stay healthy, he's really good. Chal Morant, we all know what he brings. But guys like Dylan Dylan Brooks, Brooks, exactly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about, again, there's a difference between Dylan Brooks and Jarrett (laughs) Culver. But if you're telling me Jarrett Culver turns into Dylan Brooks, sign me the hell up. You know what I mean? And, and again, that's not the expectations we had when he – led Tech to a Final Four, and he was drafted sixth overall. But I don't think a lot of people realize, and maybe I'm speaking out a little bit, and maybe I misunderstood the situation, but I don't think Minnesota ever really wanted Jared Culver. Um, they traded up to get Darius Garland, and then Cleveland surprised everyone and took Darius Garland at five yeah. before Minnesota could get him, and they just had to, quote-unquote, settle for Jared Culver. So I think that this is a team that actually wants him. I think also at the same time, he'll go in there and you know work his you-know-what off. Um, and I think that Memphis will appreciate him for what he is and also put him in the right spot to develop long-term. But, damn, he's got to fix that shot and quick if he wants to be in the league for any kind of substantial yeah. period of time.
2: Very true. Very true. <laughs> All
0: right,
3: RC, we're going to wrap up the, the club red portion. Obviously, cool. we are tailgate talk. So Let's get some tailgate opinions on you. We know you like Kool-Aid and White Claws now. But if you're <laughs> going for food – at the tailgate what's your number one go-to tailgate
0: food oh that's that's rough fellas um first and foremost it depends where the tailgate is if i'm in lubbock texas
3: yeah ribs, we're, lubbock. we're well, in lubbock well yeah ribs, ribs ribs first and
0: foremost Mess side parking lot ribs um by far i will say this my favorite tailgate food that i think people just crap on way too much is gumbo Mm. oh okay i don't know if y'all have had gumbo at a tailgate oh, yeah. before i have yeah. i haven't game changer um gumbo is honestly one of my favorite foods even better at a tailgate setting the problem with me is is because i've covered tech for so long right the last time i went to a tailgate and actually got to enjoy myself was 2015. Like, so I, y'all are going to have to school me on some of these things. So yeah. like, I know what's going on out there. Don't get me wrong. I've shotgunned a beer and passing before I go up in the press box. Like I've done that a couple of times. Right. But overall I haven't had that. Oh my God. Tailgate experience since I was, Oh God, a sophomore in college. <laughs> yes. So like, I mean, it's been a while. So, I mean, that's one thing I'm looking forward to now that once I do go back to Lubbock and catch a game, I can get a little sloshed at a tailgate, and then oh, go hey, see yeah, it there you go. Go. You're Raiders, Always
3: a good choice. Always good. Yeah,
2: yeah. But and you can I'll, find that I'll go that with anywhere.
0: gumbo. I'll go with gumbo, but oh, realistically, like probably just uh, give me some ribs or some kind of like pulled pork or something. Something on the smoker. You know what I mean? Like smoke, yeah. s- smoke something, and I'll be happy.
2: Smoke anything.
0: <laughs> and the really. last one we got, and this
2: is how we word it: slap fifty dollars on the table. I know you haven't been able to tailgate since 2015 but take it back to 2015 slap $50 okay. on a table. What tailgate game are you picking and beating us at
0: Cornhole? No questions. Ooh, asked. Oh. There was some no confidence though. though. No questions asked. That was, uh, I, I've okay. had some, I, I live in downtown Dallas now. I don't know if y'all been to Clyde Warren park, that park that's on top of the highway um, out here, but they put, you know, they uh, have washer toss. I think a lot of people call that different stuff, uh, but they have Cornhole up there too. And, uh, I'm not saying that the few times we've been there um, that I've ran the park or anything with the girl, the missus, but ooh, we've run the park. We've run oh. the park. I'll, I'll happily say that. Um, I'll, I will actually say it. So yeah, we've, uh, we've there run the park a couple times. times. Um, not afraid to admit it. Super good at bags, whatever you want to call it. Um, we'll, we'll run it. We'll run it. Okay. That All was right.
1: a quick and confident Confidence. answer though. I do know. Yeah. That was let instant. And, hey, can, when I am out there, in. I
0: will let you know. And we will just seven zero 0 skunk you. We, we can play rec roots to keep you no. rolling in. We're, we're doing <laughs> we can, we can this now. This. I hope you know. I, I, I'm here for the
1: challenge. And the second I beat you in a single round, I'm talking shit
0: do it and I will I, I will have to shotgun a beer oh, do whatever like loser shotgun a couple beers let's let's get sloshed, bro there's some bags out there we're, we're, I'm we're, down for it we're, we're, we're gonna make up for those last talk.
1: those last two years of not being able to tailgate that's for sure yeah I mean
0: uh, you gotta remember though Dustin like big talk I am five nine unathletic. I gotta be good at something in life it just so happens that God gifted me with a subpar cornhole ability when it comes to watching these guys on the Ocho you know what i mean (laughs) so
1: i'm not gonna lie though i will sit there and watch that for a solid 30 40 minutes no problem like they're they're making the same move every time but it's still it's like i can't believe you sunk that
0: yeah it's one of those things where like i will watch it for 30 minutes and then realized i have never seen jackson or johnson's brats before in my life more than i have when it comes to them marketing yeah i've never i've never had one in my life but they, they, 30 minutes of coverage they got it
1: they know they're yeah. they know that they know they're targeting their 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 <laughs> advertising targeting for sure they got they it. their audience they um, it. well let's go ahead and wrap up club red we got some more to discuss with you here in a minute but uh let's go ahead and wrap up club red and uh let everybody listening know where can they find you what what are you uh where are you at these days where where's your work uh, I, I mean if people want to kind of follow your work and your 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 socials where, where can you be found at
0: Sure. Yeah. On Twitter is at RCMB three, two, three, um, just try to be interactive as possible, um, with tech stuff. It's a little harder nowadays. i starting the new role at chat sports. Um, and you can check me out over on chat sports on YouTube. Um, I cover the Miami dolphins as well as, uh, cover your ears tech fans or don't listen it's a podcast why would i tell them to cover their ears what, what is absolutely that absolutely not what is <laughs> that that's that's bush league. That, that's just so <laughs> that way they can hear better part. they're gonna go like
1: yeah. this to hear like oh that, did he say
0: that 15 second skip button <laughs> yeah that's bush league on my part um yeah but no um i cover the alabama crimson side over there too as well as the new orleans saints but mostly the miami dolphins so you can check me out over on chatsports.com um, slash miami dolphins Um, And yeah, covering the Dolphins five days a week, um, probably twice on Sundays. You know how that goes with football and everything. Um, But yeah, try to still talk tech stuff. Every chance I get just probably going to be a lot easier to do once uh, football season comes around. And hopefully I'm a, a little sloshed watching these games. At least I will be down in Cancun. I can tell you that.
1: Absolutely. No, you you got to take advantage of those wristbands. Uh- <laughs> oh, <laughs> the wristbands are clutch. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that is going to wrap up this portion of the episode for everybody. Uh, this is going to be the end of Club Red. We're, uh, for those interested, we're going to be swapping over to the tailgate here in a little bit. And for those still listening on uh, on the podcast itself, uh, make sure you go over and click on the tailgate if you want to catch his takes on some of the stuff around the NFL right now. But that is the end of Club Red. Again, thank you for, for taking part of this. And Absolutely. uh yes, sir
2: appreciate
1: it. We'll, we'll 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 catch y'all later. <laughs>